The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Welcome in to On the Mat, the Hawkeye's Mike Wrestling Podcast, HawkeyesMike.com. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin, or at Hawkeyes Mike as well. Since we last spoke, the Iowa Hawkeyes have been busy. Uh, not wrestling great. They did beat Penn State in the duel com- a few weeks ago. Not a great meet, though, only winning by three points with the big victory by Bobby Telford at heavyweight to seal the deal against Penn State. We don't want to get into that, though, because we want to look ahead. The Big Ten Championships is coming up this coming week in Columbus, Ohio. We'll look back briefly to the end. NWCA, NWCA, the National Wrestling Coaches Association, national duels at Carver Hawkeye Arena over this past weekend. The Iowa Hawkeyes, the favorite going in, the number one ranked team. Number two in the land, Missouri was the team Iowa ended up facing off in the finals. Missouri had beaten some teams. They beat Oklahoma State. They beat Ohio State earlier in the year, but a lot of people were wondering if they were kind of fool's gold. Hadn't really beat anybody great. Hadn't had to beat Minnesota. Hadn't had to beat Penn State, and they hadn't wrestled Iowa, obviously. You're looking at those top teams in the upper echelons of the country. Missouri was everything as advertised. They uh, wrestled very, very well in the NWCA duels. The Hawkeyes, though, they were victorious over Chattanooga, 44-3. to uh, The only real blemish for the Hawkeyes was number 10, Sean Boyle, beat Thomas Gilman at 125 in overtime. But other than that, everybody else was victorious. Corey Clark, Josh Jeva, Brandon Sorensen, Mike Kelly, Nick Moore, Mike Evans, Sam Brooks, Nathan Birak, and Bobby Telford, all victorious. Lots of pins, lots of tech falls on the day against Chattanooga over the weekend. Then in the semifinals, they beat Cornell 24-8 to to advance to the championship bout on Sunday morning. The session began at about 11.30 on Sunday morning. The Iowa Hawkeyes facing off against number 2 Missouri. Things didn't get started very well for the Hawkeyes. Thomas Gilman falls to Allen Waters 5-4. to Waters now puts Missouri up 3-0 in the duel. This was when things got a little heated. Terry Brands was over on the, on the coach's side of Missouri's bench trying to you know get into it with a few of the wrestlers. Uh, Allen Waters showboating a little bit as he walked into the locker room getting interviewed by uh, the Big Ten Network and everyone covering the meet. It was a lot of fun. It was really, really great wrestling atmosphere at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Corey Clark gets off the side a little bit at 133 for the Hawkeyes, beating Zach Sinan 7-2, to 3-3, tie score. Then Le'Veon Mays beats number 6, Josh Jeva, 13-6 at 141, 6-3, Missouri has a lead. Upset uh, 149, Brandon Sorensen struggled to beat Drake Hudeschelt, who beat him 2-1. Iowa down 3-9 now against Missouri in the championships. Number 16, Michael Kelly, didn't wrestle terrible, but uh, Lavalle, what the kid from Missouri. He was, he was a better wrestler in this match. 6-1 to one was the final score on that one. And then Iowa's hoping they can get back in this thing. They've got 165, they've got 174, 184, 197, and 285 coming up. I think the only match that Iowa was not favored in was 197 with Jaden Cox and Nathan Barak wrestling there. Nick Moore did get a win against Mike England, 3-2 to two at 165 to put the score at 12-6 to six, Missouri. Number 3, Mike Evans toppled number 5, John Eblen at 174. Mike Evans was actually the wrestler of the week in the nation this past week from USA Wrestling after beating a couple ranked opponents in this tournament. Hawkeyes now down 12-9. to This is where things are at a crossroads. Sam Brooks didn't weigh in. So he would have been the favorite here, I think, over Willie Miklas at 184, but Alex Meyer wrestles for the Hawkeyes instead. Willie Miklas and Alex Meyer actually went to high school together at Southeast Polk. Uh, they were asked about this after the meet, saying that they've wrestled quite a bit. Meyer wrestles very well against Miklas, but can't quite get the victory. 6-5, to he loses to Miklas. 15 
to nine now. Iowa has two matches left to get back in this thing. Nathan Burak faces off against number one Jaden Cox at 197. Cox is the winner four to three. Great match though between Burak and Cox. This could definitely be a match we see at the NCAA's. Keep posted for that one coming up in a few weeks in St. Louis. Then at heavyweight, Bobby Telford gets it done six to three over Devin Mellon, but the damage was done. The Iowa Hawkeyes fall to Missouri in the NWCA National Championship duels 18 to 12. Look, I know Hawkeye fans don't like to dwell on the past. Hawkeye fans don't like to talk about what you know what's bad because things are always good for the Hawkeyes for the most part. They haven't necessarily been the greatest of things the past few seasons with what Penn State has been able to do, Minnesota, what they've been able to do, even Oklahoma State at times, and now Missouri. But what Missouri has done is they build a very, very nice program down there. And credit to them, they were very, very humble after the meet, uh, talking a lot about having fun, enjoying it, uh, and they wrestled very, very well. But as I mentioned, the Hawkeyes are now looking forward. They're not looking back, and I want to make that a theme here on this podcast, and that is looking forward, because I know the majority of you listening are Hawkeye fans. I know some of you could just be wrestling fans, but again, Hawkeyes Mike, Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast. So we're going to talk about the Hawkeyes. We're going to talk about the Big Tens coming up this weekend in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio State hosting this year. Last year it was in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I I was able to be there last year. A lot of fun. The Wisconsin fans uh, were raucous. They were good. Hopefully Ohio State can do the same coming up this weekend. So let's go ahead and take a real real quick break. We'll go ahead and take a 60 second break here and when we get back we'll start with 125. We'll talk about all the NCAA allocations for each weight but we'll start with number 4 Thomas Gilman for the Hawkeyes at 125. This is On the Mat Your Wrestling Podcast on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. Back with more after this. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back to On The Mat, the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast. I'm Tyler Chumlin. You can follow along with us on Twitter. I'll be tweeting this entire weekend. Um, I will not be in Columbus, but I will be taking in the coverage of the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament from Ohio State. Uh, Let's go back and look at last year's scoring. Iowa was very, very close, although Penn State had two champions um, in David Taylor and Ed Ruth. Penn State had 140.5 points with two champs. Iowa had one champion, that being Tony Ramos, at 133. Iowa had 134 points, only 6.5 points back of Penn State. Those are the only two teams really in it on the final day on Sunday. Minnesota had 114.5 points with one champion, and then Ohio State had two champions, and that was Heflin and Steber. They had 86.5 points last season. So, let's dive right into this. We're going to look at each weight class as it pertains to the Hawkeyes, and really the entire conference because I don't think you can make it even a, even a relevant argument that the Big Ten is by far the cream of the crop, the class of wrestling, and there, you're going to see this with a lot of the allocations. You know, at 133, there's 12 allocations. Essentially, every wrestler that wrestles on on this weekend is probably going to qualify outside of a couple. And you start with 125, and this is a very, very, very good weight class. Uh, Thomas Gilman for the Hawkeyes. He's currently ranked number four in the intermat and currently number four in the open mat rankings as well. Jesse Delgado is the is the guy to beat, essentially. He was the Big Ten champ last year. He was the Big Ten champ the year before. He's also a two-time defending NCAA champion. The last time Gilman... Gilman's wrestled Delgado. He beat him in the Midlands in 2013. It was a great match. Gilman essentially stalled out the end of the third period, beating 
Delgado. But you look at what this weight class really brings going forward, and you know you look at number twenty, uh, Yautzi from Michigan. He plays seventh of the Big Tens last year. Uh, he was beat by Gilman six to one this year. Tim Lambert, number eleven in the country from Nebraska, he's there. Number ten, Jordan Conway, he was beat by Gilman six to five. Uh, Nathan Tomasello from Ohio State, Gilman beat him two to one. Gilman also beat Northwestern, Rutgers, Maryland, Minnesota twice. So this could come down to Delgado Gilman uh, really in the championship. But don't be surprised if Conway or Tomasello or you know even Yautzi uh, has a big upset in this tournament. And this should be a fun weight class. You look at what Gilman uh, was able to do last year. He wrestled well when he did wrestle, but him and Clark kind of platooned at that 125 spot with Clark um, struggling to keep his weight down. Um, that's rumors. That's what a lot of people have kind of reasoned out from last season. So I think Gilman's got a legitimate chance to be there at the end on Sunday and wrestling Delgado for the championship. But again, he's really got to show up in this in this match because he's going he's gonna to qualify for the NCAAs. There's five allocations uh, in this weight class. You've got to think it's going to be Gilman, Delgado, Tomasello, Conway. And then I would probably put my money on Tim Lambert from Nebraska. But again, a guy like Connor Yautzi from Michigan, he could definitely get in there. Uh, anybody could, you know, big upsets happen at these Big Ten championships. So again, placing top five should not be an issue. Really shouldn't be an issue to, to place top four for Thomas Gilman, at least be wrestling for third. But I think that would be a disappointment uh, for Gilman. I think he should be wrestling on Sunday for the championship. And again, that could be a really good match between him and the Illinois wrestler Delgado. So Gilman should qualify. Gilman shouldn't have a problem with that. I'm assuming the Big Ten will probably get another cha- another uh, qualifier or two from this weight class when the coaches meet following the conference tournaments when they're filling out the fields for the NCAAs in a couple weeks as well. So Iowa should be looking for bonus points here. Hopefully if Gilman gets some, some good matchups uh, coming up. But again, it's always tough in weight classes like this. So Gilman should place at least in the top. I'm going to give him top three because I think if even if he gets in that third place match, I think he's probably going to end up winning that match over whoever he wrestles. So lots of, lots, lots of fun wrestling at 125, but I'm, I'm looking forward to and hoping for a Thomas Gilman-Jesse Delgado matchup on Sunday. 133, Corey Clark, number seven in the intermat rankings as well as the open mat rankings. He's been hot. He's won five matches in a row. Corey Clark could place anywhere from first to sixth at 133. No question I think he's going to qualify. I don't think he's going to end up outside the top 12. That sounds ridiculous. But again, you look at this weight class, it's a very, very, very stacked weight class. You could start with number 20, uh, Joffrey Alexander from Maryland, who Clark beat 7-5. Uh, Del Vecchio from Rutgers, number 17. Montoya from Nebraska is number 15. Corey Clark pinned Danny Sabatello from Purdue. Uh, Johnny DeJulius from Ohio State. He lost to DeJulius 7-5 in the duel. Rossi Bruno from Michigan, number 9 in the country. Zane Richards, uh, fifth in the Big Ten last year uh, from Illinois. He's 1-1 one one against Clark this year. Beat him 4-2 and then lost to Richards 6-5 earlier this year. Number 4, Ryan Taylor from Wisconsin. He beat Clark for third last year at the Big Tens, if you remember, in Madison. And then your top three, Jimmy Gulaban was seventh in the Big 12 last year. He lost, uh, excuse me, Clark lost to him 8-5 to five earlier this year. And then Chris Dardanes was third in the Big Ten last year at 141. He cut down from 41 to 33. Both Dardanes brothers cut down this year. Uh, Dardanes beat Clark 5-3 to three earlier this year. So again, Corey Clark, he could place anywhere from, you know, 1-6. to six. And I think where, where Corey Clark finishes could ultimately dictate where Iowa finishes in the championship standings. Because you look at what this team is going to be trying to do at 133, and that's improving place. I don't necessarily know if bonus points per match are going to be uh, doable for Corey Clark, but you know, you look at any one of these guys in the top, probably 8-10, to 10, they can beat anybody, I think. I think Dardanes, Gulaban, Taylor, Clark, and Richards are probably going to be your top five, but don't be surprised if Rossi Bruno uh, comes up with a big upset at some point. Same with DeJulius, number 11 from Ohio State. 
State. So Corey Clark plays fourth in the Big Tens last year. He'll look to improve on that place, trying to get into the NCAAs. I would believe that at least six or seven of these guys are probably going to be All-Americans come NCAAs in St. Louis. We'll talk about that coming up in a couple weeks prior to that tournament here on the Big Ten, uh, here on the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast. So continuing with On the Mat, I'm Tyler Chumlin. Thank you for tuning in. HawkeyesMike.com. 141 now. Josh Jeva. One of the things that Tom Brand said in Media Day a couple years ago was, it has really stuck with me and really resonated with me regarding Josh Jeva, and that is, Josh Jeva, make people know how to spell your name. J-E-V-A? No. Josh Jeva. D-Z-I-E-W-A. And he, and he hasn't really, and it's one of, you know, it's one of these things, too, where you look at Jeva's body of work and how he wrestles and his style and his body type, and he should win a lot more matches than I think he probably does, and, you know, he's, he's had a hard time finding a place, and Iowa's had a tough time finding, you know, guys at certain weight classes, and he's been in that mix. But, again, this is his chance as a senior. He's currently ranked 7th in the in the intermat, ninth in the open mat. He's won 6 of his last 7 matches, placed 5th at the Big Tens last year. This is a stacked weight class. It's going to get 8 allocations in the NCAA. Wouldn't be surprised if they add an allocation for this weight class as well, but the cream of the class is Logan Stever from Ohio State, number 1 in the country. He tech-falled Jeva at 15-0 earlier this year. Big Ten champ last year. Stever's the guy to beat. Then Nick Dardanes, he placed 3rd at 149 last year, cutting down to 141. He beat Jeva 7-3 earlier. Number 8 in the country, Anthony Abedin from Nebraska. Anthony Ashnall from Rutgers. Jeva lost to him 3-1. Steven Rodriguez from Illinois. He beat Jeva last year for 4th place in the Big Tens. Jeva getting 5th. 1-1 against him this year. Jeva lost 3-1 and then redeemed himself, beating him 3-2 later on in the year. Jeva beat Brown from Maryland. He beat Oster from Northwestern. He beat Penn State. He beat Michigan. This is a chance now for Josh Jeva to go. He talks so much in wrestling about go. Come on. Take it. It's your time. Do it. Josh Jeva has worked his butt off. We know he has, but again, the results haven't shown. Josh Jeva should place in, he should place ahead of top five. Improve on his place. You go by ranking, and I know I hate doing that because the rankings are so subjective. And, you know, we've seen unranked wrestlers run through the Big Ten championships. You look at guys that were unheralded. I remember a couple years ago at Northwestern in Evanston watching Ed Ruth just dominate everybody um, and running through his bracket, even though he hadn't wrestled hardly at all throughout the year. And you look at what Josh Jeva brings to the table here, and I think he can I think he can place top three. The key for Jeva is start hot, stay hot. I think it's probably going to be Steber and Dardanes as your ones and two seeds, and they're probably going to wrestle in the championships. But again, that 7-3 to three match that Jeva lost to Dardanes, that was a close match, and he could win. He could also lose to you know any one of these guys, Chanel, Rodriguez, any of them. So again, Josh Jeva, he should place, he should qualify with eight allocations with no problem, but I'm looking for Jeva to try and place second or third uh, going forward. So, so far through three weights, you've got three guys that are right there, with Gilman, I think, probably placing top three. If not, that's a disappointment. Clark, I think he's probably going to be right around three or four, maybe depending on the draw, depending on how he ends up wrestling. But again, he's won five straight. He's been hot. And then Jeva, I think Jeva's probably going to, he needs to place in the top three. He needs to be wrestling for third or wrestling for first in this tournament. If you're Iowa, that would be a disappointment if he's wrestling for fifth or below. 149, the Cedar Falls native, Brandon Sorensen, uh, the red shirter, number four in the intermat, number three in the open mat. Sorensen's been damn good this year. He really has garnered a big 10, or excuse me, national wrestler of the week a couple times. He's been 
great against Big Ten opponents as well. Seven allocations at 149. Sorensen's 10-0 versus Big Ten opponents. Uh, Jason Sertzis, who was a Big Ten champ last year, Sorensen beat him 3-2 to two earlier this year. Hunter Stieber, number seven in the land from Ohio State. Sorensen beat him 9-7. to seven. Uh, Zach Bites from Penn State beat him 6-4. to four. Patelio from Michigan won 2-1. to one. Uh, Theobald from Rutgers beat him 18-5. to five, Big major decision. Beat Illinois, beat Minnesota, beat Maryland. Sorensen should be looking for bonus points. And he may be the, he may be the two seed behind Sertzis. I think that would be a travesty. I think Sorensen should be the one seed because of how good he's been this year. But it doesn't matter. If he's not wrestling for first place when the championship round comes, that's a disappointment for Iowa fans. It has to be because he's been so good. Sorensen is finally filling that role in one, at 149 that Iowa has needed for so long. And it's great to see. It really is good to see Brandon Sorensen taking over at 149, and I expect him to be wrestling for first place come Sunday, and if he's not, I think that's a it's an epic disappointment, to be completely honest with you. So you look at what's coming up um, at 157 after 149, and this is Iowa's weakest weight. It has been all year. Uh, it's tough to fill the role that was Derek St. John, obviously, and this could very well be the toughest at the top Big Ten weight class. You could definitely make an argument at 174, too, and I probably would. But again, you look at the number one ranked kid in the land, uh, Isaiah Martinez, who Kelly lost to 21 to 6 and 16 to 5. Number two is Dylan Ness, placed six last year in the Big Tens. He lost to Ness 11 to 9. He wrestled very, very well against him. Uh, Big Ten champ last year was James Green, if you remember him beating St. John. Number eight, Murphy from Michigan. Welch from uh, from Purdue, number nine. Dylan Alton, the kid from Penn State's number 10 in the country. Uh, Parati from Rutgers. Uh, he beat Parati 4 0. Uh, the number 11 kid, uh, Josh Demes from Ohio State, lost to him 5 2. He's ranked 14. But Kelly has had some success this year. He beat Maryland. He beat Indiana. Beat Penn State. He tech fall the kid from Northwestern. So since January 16th, Mike Kelly is four and six. Four and six. It's tough because the Big Ten is so good. But again, as a senior, as a kid that's been in the program, stepping in, trying to get these points, Iowa needs Kelly to try and qualify with eight with eight allocations. I think he's got a very legitimate chance. And it comes down to to Iowa wrestling. Be an Iowa wrestler. Show up, Mike Kelly. Do what you have to do to win. And I think Mike Kelly's got a very legitimate opportunity here to turn some heads and try to make his case for getting into the NCAAs. So I think Martinez qualifies, Ness qualifies, Green qualifies, Murphy qualifies, Welch qualifies, Alton qualifies. I think Prody and Damas qualify. Kelly can beat one of those guys. If he beats one of them, I think he's in. This could be huge to get Iowa have to get Iowa ten wrestlers qualified for the NCAAs. And I think Mike Kelly can definitely do it. But again, that's me being an optimist um, because I think the senior leadership takes over at some point and I think he's got to go he's got to take it over and he's got to say look I'm here for one reason and that's to win and I don't think he's not going to win the weight if he were to win the weight that'd be the biggest upset of the tournament but I think he can win a couple matches and that could put him in a position to maybe wrestle for fifth or maybe wrestle for seventh even then that's good that means that he's in which would be huge for the Hawkeyes. 165, the Iowa City native, Nick Moore, number 10 in the intermat, number 8 in the open mat, 8 allocations for 165. Nick Moore has had one of the more disappointing careers. I, and I, I've gone back and forth with folks on Twitter about this. And look, I like the kid. I've always liked him, him and his brother when they wrestled in Iowa City West. I've always liked him as Hawkeyes as well. But Nick Moore came into Iowa with so much promise. And he should be in the class right now with the top wrestlers, I think, at this weight class. Got second last year, David Taylor beat him. I mean, David Taylor is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time at the collegiate level. Plays fourth in the Big Tens two years ago, Nick Moore did. Look at who he's going to have to be going up against coming up in this tournament. 
tournament. There's some pretty good ranked wrestlers, including number two, Bo Jordan, who Moore lost 9-2 to earlier this year. Taylor Walsh plays fifth last year at 157. He's now up to 165. Uh, Isaac Jordan plays third last year at 157. He's now up as well. Uh, Harger from Northwestern, who Nick Moore is 1-1 against this season. Uh, Taylor Massa from Michigan, number 10. Moore's from Illinois, who Nick Moore lost to 5-2. to uh, Number 16, Minnesota. Number 17, Penn State. Lost to the Penn State, get 4-2. to Beat Rutgers, did beat Minnesota. Nick Moore's got to go, man. And I, I hate sitting here and I hate criticizing him because I like him. But again, Nick Moore's he needs to try he needs to be wrestling for the championship. I think it's inexcusable for him not to be. I know he's had more of a disappointing season than a lot of people thought because of the fact that he was there with the class with Taylor last year wrestling him for the championship. And he should have been in a class with Derringer. He's won some big matches in his career. But again, Nick Moore, do it, man. Make your legacy be what you want it to be at Iowa. And I think he can. But again, Jordan Walsh, Jordan Harger. I mean, these guys are good, good wrestlers. And Nick Moore's got to go. And I think this is a big, big, big turning weight class for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Now, probably the most competitive weight class I would think at the top at least is 174. This weight class gets a lot of guys in. 10 allocations. Uh, one of those guys that will be will be wrestling, assuming he doesn't get hurt, is Mike Evans. Uh, Evans has been good this year. Um, number three in both rankings, the inner mat as well as the open mat. Last year, Evans got second in the Big Tens and he lost to the guy that's ranked number one right now from Nebraska, Robert Kokish. He won the Big Tens 6-4 over Evans last year. He placed sixth at the NCAA last year. He placed sixth at the NCAA two years ago. That's Evans. Now, the big one for Evans is Matt Brown. If he gets matched up against him, the number two ranked wrestler, this could be interesting because Evans is three and four against Brown. Brown got third at the Big Tens last year because Evans beat him. Fourth in the Big Tens last year is number five, Logan Storley. He's he's in this field as well. Illinois' Brunson is number nine. Mark Martin's number 14 from Ohio State. Rutgers is 18. Indiana's 19. Ten allocations. There's no reason for Mike Evans to be in the semi, for him to not be in the semifinals. It's going to all depend on who he wrestles. And God, I hope he gets to wrestle Matt Brown from Penn State because that is a fun, fun matchup. Regardless of who he wrestles, though, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I really hope it's Kokish, Brown, Storley, and Evans in the semifinals because then we're going to get to see those guys wrestle for first and third, which is going to be terrific. Uh, and all these guys can compete legitimately for NCAA tournament championships as well. But Mike Evans, I think if you asked him, not winning the Big Ten championships would be a disappointment. And I think that's where he needs to be at. He needs to be wrestling in that championship bout. And this is a good chance for Iowa to get some points. And as I go through this, I mentioned a lot of guys that should be wrestling in that championship bout, and they should. Iowa should be right in the thick of this thing as far as team score goes. A lot of it depends on where Minnesota's wrestlers end up. Penn State redshirted a lot of kids this year, a really, really overhauling for next year. So this should be Iowa's tournament to win. I'm not kidding there. And I don't think any Iowa fans, I think all Iowa fans agree with me. I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't think Iowa should win this uh, tournament coming up. 184, Sam Brooks. Assuming Sam Brooks is going to wrestle, he did not weigh in in the championships for the NWCAs. I haven't heard anything. Assuming he's going to wrestle, though. He's number 8 in the intermat, number 10 in the open mat. He should be the he should be the favorite to win this weight class. He's the highest ranked wrestler in the Big Ten. Abu Nader from Michigan, who uh, beat Brooks 3-2 to two earlier this year. Uh, Kenny Kortz got fifth last year in the Big Ten. He's number 12 from Ohio State. Uh, Brooks beat him 3-2. to two. Uh, The kid Farr from Minnesota, Brooks beat him 13-7. to seven. Uh, Nebraska kids, number 14, Robertson from Wisconsin, 17. Reyes from Illinois is number 19. But again, I think Sam Brooks should be the favorite. I think Sam Brooks should be a champion. 
Sam Brooks should win the Big Ten. You're going to get 10 allocations at 184, kind of a weak weight class, pretty much top to bottom uh, for the most part. But again, I think Sam Brooks' style is great. I think he's wrestled very, very well. And I think Sam Brooks should be the cream of the crop here. He should win at 184. If he doesn't win, that's a disappointment for the Iowa Hawkeyes, assuming that Sammy Brooks does wrestle because I know he was injured, didn't weigh in prior to the NWCAs here a week ago. 197, nine allocations, number six in both rankings, Nathan Birak. He was going to redshirt earlier this year and found out he was healthy. Birak had a good end of the season last year. Uh, finished fifth in the Big Tens. He was an All-American, placed eighth in the NCAAs. 2013, he was fourth in the Big Ten. He needs to improve on that. And it's going to be tough sledding because this weight class is very good. Kyle Snyder from Ohio State, who Barak did beat 2-1 to one earlier this year. Uh, he should be the number one seed. Morgan McIntosh from Penn State got second in the Big Tens last season. Barak lost to McIntosh 7-1 to one in the duel. Scott Schiller from Minnesota is number five. He got third last year. Uh, Barak lost 3-1 to one to Schiller. Uh, Max Huntley from Michigan, who Barak beat 5-1. to one. Studebaker from Nebraska is number 13. McCall from Wisconsin, he lost 4-3 to three to Burak earlier this year. McCall, I believe, got 7th last year at the Big Tens. Uh, Bray Natwood from Purdue is number 15. And then Polizzi, number 18 from Northwestern. He, Both those guys were beat by Burak. Burak also beat the kid from Illinois. So Nathan Burak is a guy that should be expecting to make some noise in this tournament. Try to... He wrestled very, very well against Jaden Cox, against Missouri. And I think Cox is the best wrestler at this weight class in the country. Uh, he's been ranked all year. He's 27 wins in a row or something crazy like that. And I think Nathan Burak could be wrestling for the championship. I think Nathan Burak could win the damn championship at 197. I really do. And that says a lot about what he has done, what he's accomplished this year, overcoming the injury and doing what he's needed to do to be healthy and be wrestling well at the end of the season. So you look at this weight class top to bottom, it's stacked. Nine guys are going to qualify for the NCAAs. Wouldn't be surprised if there's 10. Nathan Burak's your guy, though. I think the Iowa Hawkeyes should expect him to be wrestling in the semifinals. And if not in the championship, getting third place. It's a lot to ask from him, but if the Hawkeyes want to win and they want to win convincingly in this Big Ten Championships, they need to do it. 285 simple. Bobby Telford's a senior. He should be expected to win this bracket. I don't care what anybody says about Connor Medbury. Telford beat him. I don't care what anybody says about Mike McMullen. Telford beat him. I don't care what anybody says about Adam Kuhn. Telford can beat him. Lost to Kuhn earlier. He, lost, he also lost to McMullen, splitting with him during the regular season. Lost in sudden victory the second time they wrestled. But again, Telford is the guy. Third in the Big Tens. Third in the Big Tens. Second in the Big Tens. That's how he's placed the last three years. He went second in 2012, third in 13, and then third again in 14. Win the damn thing, Bobby. Wrestle in the championship. Get back there and win. It's simple. I know the coaches are going to be on his ass all week this week and going into the tournament because he has to win a Big Ten championship. Talked to Tony Ramos last year, prior to the season. He said he doesn't want to be the only Iowa wrestler to not win one. He would have been the greatest wrestler maybe never, maybe to not win one. Telford has been so good for the Hawkeyes. He's been a great true and true Hawkeye. I don't think a lot of people like him. I think he's been likable for a lot of folks, a lot of Hawkeye fans. Bobby Telford needs a Big Ten championship. Not only does Bobby Telford need a Big Ten championship, he needs a Big Ten championship for momentum building going into the NCAAs because I think Bobby Telford has a legitimate chance to win against anybody in the country, in the conference, whatever. I think Telford is legitimately the favorite going in to this tournament. He probably won't be as far as seeding goes, but I think Bobby Telford, he has this tournament. And I look forward to watching him wrestle all the way through these guys. So that puts the team score uh, on our next thing to talk about here. We're going to go ahead and take another 30 second break here. When we get back, we're going to chat about that. Uh, tell you where you can find action if you're not going to be able to make it out to Columbus. Uh, 
to be able to watch all the wrestling coming up this weekend because if you've never taken in the Big Ten wrestling tournament and you're, you're a wrestling fan, you want, you're want you an aspiring wrestling fan, it is the best wrestling you're going to find outside of what we're going to see in St. Louis here coming up in a couple weeks in the NCAA championships coming up as well. So taking a real quick break, we'll be back a few more minutes here on the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast. This is On the Mat. I'm Tyler Chumlin with Hawkeyes Mike. HawkeyesMike.com. It's sports talk radio on the internet. Just for you, the Iowa fan. All sports, all Hawks, all the time. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the news and events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. You can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes, and you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. Welcome back to On The Mat. This is the Hawkeyes Mike Wrestling Podcast. Follow along with us at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter. Follow follow along with me as well, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin. Good luck spelling it, T-Y-L-E-R-T-J-E-L-M-E-L-A-N-D. Wrestling action. Finally, we are in postseason tournament action. I love the NWCAs. It was great being at Carver Hawkeye. It's going to be a blast watching from Columbus this weekend. If you want to watch the Big Ten Championships this weekend, it's going to be live on BTN+. Plus. That's coming up Saturday. You can catch all the action on BTN+. Plus. That's online. If you have BTN, you probably have BTN Plus. You have to check your subscriber, check it out, watch it online, and then live on the Big Ten Network at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday, the Big Ten Championship matches. Going through real quick, uh, recapping all the weight classes for the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think Thomas Gilman at 125 should definitely place top three. 133, Corey Clark, I think he should definitely be in the top four conversation. I think Josh Jeva needs to be there uh, in the top five at least at 141. Brandon Sorensen, I think, should be right there to win the thing, along with Jason Sertis at 149 and Hunter Stieber at 157. I think Mike Kelly needs to place, needs to get in that top eight to try and get to the NCAAs. 165, Nick Moore. Come on, Nick Moore. Go do something. Make something happen at 165. He should be there right at the end with Jordans, with uh, Bo Jordan, Isaac Jordan, and Taylor Walsh as well. 174, Mike Evans. Go out and win the damn thing. Lots of good wrestlers at 174 with Kokish from Nebraska and Brown from Penn State, but Mike Evans is right there with those elites. 184, Sam Brooks. He's the highest ranked guy at that weight class, and I think he should be the favorite, assuming he does wrestle if there's not a lingering injury. 197, Nathan Birak. He should be right there as well, I think, right there in the top three, at least, wrestling for third place. And then Bobby Telford, as I said earlier, win the damn thing. Come on, Bobby Telford. Do something special. Win a Big Ten championship. I think the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to run away with this thing this weekend. I think Minnesota is a very legitimate competitor, but again, they've got some weaknesses. I think Ohio State is interesting. I think Illinois is interesting, depending on how their elite wrestlers wrestle. But again, I think Iowa qualifies all 10 wrestlers regardless, and I think Iowa wins this tournament by a large margin. Could be wrong. Don't think I'm going to be because I love Iowa in these individual tournaments. I love Iowa to win the Big Tens for the first time in what seems like a decade for the Iowa Hawkeyes. But again, qualify 10 guys, get to the NCAAs in St. Louis coming up in a couple weeks. If you want to watch the Big Ten Championships this weekend, again, live on BTN Plus on Saturday. All times announced on the BTN's website for all the sessions on Saturday. Saturday, then your Big Ten Championships on Sunday, live on the Big Ten Network. That's at 3 p.m. If you don't know if you get BTN Plus, if you get BTN, you probably get BTN Plus. Go check it out on your subscriber, uh, DirecTV, Dish, Mediacom, whatever you have. Check it out. You probably get it. Watch some wrestling this week. I know basketball's ramping up, but this is the national championship time for wrestling. Conference championships matter. NCAA championships matter. And for a Hawkeye fan, why aren't you watching it anyway? They're one of the best schools out there. So check it out. It's been a lot of fun covering 
doing this. I'm going to try and get a podcast put together at some point in time um, after the Big Tens prior to the NCAA. So looking forward to breaking that down. Looking forward to watching some wrestling this weekend as well. Again, thank you very much for tuning in here on Hawkeyes, Mike. This has been On the Mat. We'll be back in a couple weeks. I'm Tyler Chumlin. Enjoy it, folks. And broadcast school has really paid off. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.